watch those <laughs> like literally i sat the other night welcome to monday show seth williams show with chris aiken um i literally sat there on tiktok the other night watching nothing but mr pfizer songs <laughs> well you might as well because you can't watch the nfl without getting your your face full of it either so Wait, you didn't? Did you see yesterday the biggest meme or the biggest photo of yesterday's entire day? No, Bernie Kosar. Our oh, I did see that. I saw that. Hanging he... out with Taylor Swift. Good for him. He must be jabbed. <laughs> it's funny because you know my daughter doesn't really like me. Like she doesn't like anything that I believe in. Nothing. Right. Kids have pretty much lost their fucking minds. Um, I mean, you see college kids all over the place just supporting Hamas and and you know hating Israel. The anti-Semitism in this country is through the roof. You know, it's one thing to protest; it's another thing to literally hang, you know, hold swastikas up while you're marching through the streets. Sure. Because you know what? That's Nazi Germany, and mm-hmm. that's where college kids and even high school kids are agreeing with these days. I, I don't yeah. get it. I never will. But yesterday, I was like, all right, my daughter hates me. I have Bernie Kosar's phone number, my my phone. I should call Bernie right now and just see if he's hanging with Taylor and see if I can just put her <laughs> on the phone for like 30 seconds. Right. My kid. And then I'd be father of the year, no matter what I believed in. <laughs> right. But I, then I thought better of it and said, you know, probably might ruin my career. It could be uh, really not good for me. Well, somehow I have a feeling his phone was lighting up the entire time for the next like four hours after with, that photo. With people like me going, hey, yep. hey. 
Hey, any shot of uh, getting this done? Yeah. I'm quite sure that's all that was going on. I know I had to turn the game off. What? I was watching the game. Yeah. And they just wouldn't stop going to Taylor Swift, so I turned the game off. Yeah. I turned it off right at halftime because every time, every time Travis Kelsey caught a pass, they would go to the to the whatever you call that thing, the the booth that she was sitting in. Yeah, Lowe's or whatever. Yeah, and and now we now she's got the dance that she's doing with with Brittany Mahomes and and they were taught the the announcers are talking about it they're talking about oh we're gonna have to learn that dance i'm like jesus christ i'm so done with this i i you know i i can't watch it anymore it's getting pretty rough too. it's it's ridiculous you know i wish she'd fall out of that booth for god's sakes i i, I just i i can't stand it anymore they're they're wrecking they're taking the last bastion of manliness from us by taking football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's such a desperate marketing ploy. And you know what the marketing ploy is. They want her to do the halftime next year. That's what it is. They're going to blow her up, blow her up, blow her up, and then they're going to sign her if they haven't already. They probably already have. But they're, they're going to sign her and she'll do the halftime next year. And it'll be yeah, this big it'll, thing. It'll be huge if she does it, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. It will be. And especially if they can, even if they break up, they're going to try their damnedest to keep that shit quiet. Don't Heidi, you think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Heidi's checking in. The beef is funny when Aaron Rodgers literally gets his checks from the owners of Johnson & Johnson. They own the Jets. Yeah, he don't care. Yeah, what difference does that make? They're not going to fire him. They're not going to get rid of yeah. him. He's cashing checks. He don't care. Because up while marching through the streets is a DeSantis rally. Okay, you can. I mean, you can try to make jokes or do whatever you want to do. You can say that all you want, but you know that's not true. You know it's not true. It's not a Trump rally. It's literally what's going on in the streets of, of college campuses with in New York City with people protesting against Jewish people. They they want the killing of Jewish people. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to walk around with swastikas. I, I, you can make a joke, Heidi, and that's funny. You're right. It's, it's funny to say what you said. But it's not funny for the Jewish Americans that are sitting there watching these protests go on with swastikas being held up and signs that are promoting the extinction of their race. Yeah. And that's exactly what's going on in the streets. And I was watching some video on whatever shit social media it was. And um, it was of Minneapolis, and it was um, some lady that was being chased. Like, I watched, it was just a lady driving down the street kind of fast. I was like, what is this? And then sure as shit, it was was a lady trying to get away from, like, a thousand um, Hamas supporters. And, and you, they just showed him running up the street and riding little motorcycles, chasing her down to pull her out of her car and beat her ass. It's like, what the hell? I'll never leave my house without my gun again. <laughs> yeah. Never. I need to get one. I, I you need remember. one. You yeah. can borrow one of mine if you need. Uh, holding swastikas up while marching through the streets is a DeSantis rally. I mean, let me, okay. Let me, I, I, she showed you. I, I guess. I mean, maybe. <laughs> DeSantis rally 
<laughs> with swastikas. I mean, you can Google anything, right? So. Yeah. And I'd imagine if that was true, there'd be zillions of articles on it. Um, the yeah, DeSantis aide fired after sharing video featuring symbol used by Nazis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that this kind of stuff happens a lot when you get white people that are stupid around. Um, but these are massive groups of people all across the country that are promoting the extinction of the Jewish people. Yeah. Which is just... After, oh, by the way, they were attacked. Yeah, well, there's that too, but... Yeah. But they weren't attacked. What would you want, Heidi, if somebody went into your home, burned your family alive, raped your mother, and cut off your brother's head? What would you want to do? I'd like a good guidance counselor to talk me off the law, off the. Oh, I'm sorry, cease fire. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's sit back and relax. Yeah, in my defunded, uh, my defunded sanctuary city, I'd like a counselor to come and tell me to yes. calm down. Well, I mean, here in Cleveland, they want social workers to, you know, follow the police around to make sure that they're doing the right thing. Maybe you'd like a social worker, Heidi, to come over to your house and make sure that everything's okay after they rape your mother and chop off your brother's head. Hi you YouTube. Put the rest of your family alive, <laughs> ass. Hi there, YouTube. <laughs> Talking about beheadings, swastikas <laughs> on the screen. Yeah. Is <laughs> rally that we're looking at here? Um, apparently. It says right wing Florida confab rips swastika waving neo Nazis. Government Governor DeSantis keeps quiet. How many people were there? I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm guessing like is that somebody calling from the rally? It is. <laughs> uh, the neo-Nazis waving large red flags emblazoned with swastikas and SS symbols gathered outside the Turning Point USA Student Action Summit at Tampa Convention Center Saturday and shouted racist slurs. You know what? I hate to say this. This is going to sound awful to Heidi, and she may not believe me. Um, I hate them, too. Yeah. And wrong for doing what they're doing oh well that's that's a shock i guess to heidi i don't promote that kind of thing i don't think it's a good thing on either side however what i'm seeing now are people all across not just this country but across the world that are promoting the Mm -hmm. extinction of jewish people see i'm gonna go a different route i'm pro doing this i am 100 pro Having these people out there with their swastikas yelling their racial racial slurs. You know why? You know which ones are idiots? Exactly. I would much rather know than have them go quiet. Because the quiet ones, you know, remember the last quiet ones we had? 9-11? Yeah. Yep. Remember those quiet ones? We didn't know nothing about those quiet ones. Oh, that's until they blew up building, or allegedly. (laughs) The messed up thing is that if Charlie Kirk, a right-wing guy, goes to a college campus, he gets shotted out, they shut down mm-hmm. the event, and he's back on a bus before he gets his ass kicked. Yeah. But if you promote the genocide of Jewish people, uh, that's okay on college campuses. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's... Look, I, I've said this a zillion times. I'll always say it. There is Please no speak. race. What? There's no There's no race. There's. There's good people and dicks. Those are the two races, 
good people and dicks. And you're either A or B, and not the dicks that the that the Staples girl chases. <laughs> free speech, even if it's stupid. I, yes. Okay, fine. Free speech, even if it's stupid, then let both sides speak. Because right now, that's not happening across college campuses. What's happening in college campuses is that you could do this kind of stuff, but you can't do a right-wing meeting somewhere. Yeah. There's no place for conservatism on, in, on college campuses. None at all. And this kind of garbage is what's being pushed on children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a mess out there. Can we just we can so we can wrap this up in one sentence? It's a fucking mess. It is a mess, no doubt. I'm gonna this take this off shit. just because I don't want to see this either. <laughs> I don't want to see that. College is indoctrination for the young. It has turned into that. It's not supposed to be that. Yeah, it's supposed to be where you learn to do like accounting, you know, the real estate. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> make a better life for yourself when you get older. Yeah, yeah. I, I forget what I was watching the other day. I was watching something about some lady complaining that she took. Um, she, um, it was it was one of these people that that spent ninety thousand dollars getting her degree in. I don't know, literary studies or some nonsense, nonsensical degree, and then bitching that the, they're not going to forgive her debt. And it's like, you chose this. <laughs> yeah. You know, believe me, I wish I could get forgiven my debt on my house. I don't love my house. I wish anything it would be given to me for free. Yeah, free stuff is good. <clears throat> free stuff's great, I guess. Although it seems like everybody that gets free stuff doesn't appreciate it. I appreciate every free thing that I've ever gotten in my entire life. Well, you would be the one. You would be the minority in that. Most people, once they look at look at the people that gets get on the system, get on the system, they stay on the system. Why? Because they're owed it. Once they've gotten it a few times, then they feel like they're owed it. It's crazy. I don't feel like I'm owed anything. <laughs> it would have been nice, but I wish I was owed something. You know what? Hard. what I, I am owed something. Give me something. <laughs> now I'm not even owed two free dinners anymore. No, you're not. You're definitely right, not. Second. We got to settle this real quick because we did have a bet going on. We did, which uh, I won. Browns, and which I, said, I won. Wait, 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 hang on. I said that Deshaun Watson would never play another you know, for the Browns again. Yes, you did. He played like six snaps and he did not play for the Browns because he threw like an interception. He had a, a QB rating of zero, so he did not actually play for the Browns. Yes, he did. What uniform was on him? Okay, I had a uniform on yesterday that said Browns. But you weren't on that field. He wasn't on the field. He laid on the field. You didn't get a $2 million check. He threw the ball to the other team and then laid down on the field. Don't care if he sucked. He played. I yeah, win. That's just a that's – a, he's not going to play again. Oh, he'll play again. I wouldn't bet on it, though, now. I realized that he was able to come back in that game, and Coach Stefanski said, you're not going back in that game. Look, we got a real problem at quarterback. There's no question about that. We got a real problem because as much as – and I watch a ton of football, so as much as the Broncos feel like they got a problem at quarterback, (laughs) Russell Wilson still has a modicum of value. Even if it's a 
fifth-round pick from somebody, Russell Wilson is a tradable commodity still. Hell, I think we would take him. Quite honestly, he would be an upgrade. Actually, what I heard today is they're looking at uh, Kirk Cousins. Stop. The Browns. Just stop. Why do we need $500 million at quarterback between the two guys? Who do you have now? Well, you got Watson at $240 million. You're still going to have to pay him his money's guaranteed. Might as well just pee on that money and toss it out the window. I, I definitely agree with that. At this point, we're stuck with this guy. But you can't sign. You cannot have half a billion dollars in one position. Look who's listening. Yeah, look at that. Lord Nelson checking in. Look at that. He's checking in. I don't know if it's to see Tommy Davidson or if it's to hear us ramble on about horrible Browns football. You got to make sure that people know to listen to him. Yes, please do. Every Saturday over at um, CMSPN.com. Live and loud with the Lord. Nelson, that is. He does a good show. He does. It's fun. Fun show. You're not stuck with Watson. We are stuck with Watson. You have insurance on something like this kind of guy. You can't have insurance on guaranteed money for being stupid. Toss this guy out the window. Break his leg. Do something. (laughs) Doesn't seem like you have to. Just put him on the field for a couple of plays and he'll come crying off. Oh, you got to pull a Tanya Harding on this guy. Have somebody just go up, hit him in the knee with a pipe, and and then you you can just maybe get some kind of money out of him. Dude, we don't even have to do that. He didn't get tackled that hard yesterday, and he fell out. I just had this conversation with my dad on the way home. Yeah. Ohio is a state where you can get fired for whatever the hell they want to fire you for. Yeah. Fire his ass. Uh, but he still would get his money. That, say, here, Here's the deal. I agree with you. I agree with Cutham. I know that sucks. I know that's a monstrous amount of money to take the hit. And it's also why they won't do it, because it's too much money. And they're the last thing in the world they're going to want is to see him sign somewhere else for league minimum, which he would because he'd still be guaranteed all of his other money. So he would he would be getting paid $50 million from us and 800000 from some other team and then come back and beat us. All right, see, this is what I think you should do. You take his contract, right? And you say, Deshaun, we need you to sign something real quick, a little thing on his contract. And then as you're walking down the hall, accidentally trip, light it on fire. And then <laughs> it's, I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, there's no contract here. And then you take him, you escort him outside the building, and you say, thanks for coming. Because this guy is complete waste of time and money. He's, he's terrible. I'm not, I'm not arguing that he's terrible. He is. My question is, instead of trying to figure out some solution for him. Why do we have a backup quarterback whose best days were in the XFL and another guy that clearly isn't quite ready to be an NFL player? Why is why have they not signed some has been Carson Wentz, Joe Flacco, somebody like that that at least has some experience so that when when Watson goes down like the you know, like the glass giant he is, that we got somebody with some experience. Somebody that can play. I don't think that the that guy from UCLA is ready to uh, play high school football again. He's terrible. Who? The, that P.J. Walker? DTR? Oh, DT. Yeah, no, he's not. He, he's a project. He was like, a, what was he, a fifth-round pick or something? 
He was at best a project, and they rushed him in to play because Watson, of course, didn't play. They need to have... For, they. I don't know why they didn't go with the same plan they had last year, which was, we know he's going to get hurt, we know something's going to happen, so we got a decent backup. I mean, Jacoby Brissett was not awesome, but he was a decent backup that ended up playing a lot of games. I was trying to, you know, like, promote your boy's show here. And then he has to put this kind of garbage up. Look, as much as I hate the Browns and the garbage they put out on the field, you're going to say that kind of stuff? <laughs> well, that's because his state's not good enough to have a team. Yeah, because the Steelers are, are, are going to win anything this year. Does South Carolina have a team? What, an NFL team? No. Yeah. No, come on. Enough well, Carolina Panthers. Enough, that's North Carolina, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know South either. Carolina. I don't know. Who cares? Carolinas are both the same. Might as well just smoosh them together. And call <laughs> Live and loud at the Lord. Live and loud with the Lord. Saturday, CMS Network. Yeah. Listen to this show and give them shit about stupid Steelers. <laughs> as much as I hate our quarterback, they have a white version of Deshaun Watson. Who? That, that, um, Teddy what? Pickett. Oh, Kenny Pickett. Yeah, he's terrible too. What's funny is before the season started, everybody was talking about, well, who's got the best quarterback? Is it going to be Lamar Jackson or is it going to be Burrow or is it going to be Watson? It's like Watson. Looking <laughs> at that now, Watson is not in. Watson's in in the. I don't even know what category he'd be in. He went to the blue tent yesterday. I was wondering what he was actually doing inside the tent, getting his head checked or getting. A little massage action might have been. He's more fragile than played. He's more fragile than RG three, and RG three was pretty fragile. It came down to yesterday that I was actually rooting for the Browns to lose. I hate to say that, <laughs> but like, I, when, what are you winning for? You have no shot at anything. What are you going to do? You going to make the playoffs with this bunch of losers? They're four and two. All right, look, the defense is okay. The defense, I'll give you credit. They're they're all right. But you might as well put me out there as a quarterback for this team. Well, they got to put more. somebody out there. It's the problem do- luck that Chubb gets hurt. We get Deshaun Watson out there. The problem, they're not going anywhere with this, with what they got now. Watson ain't oh. the answer. They're going to hang on to him for everything they can. You know, and as much as I hate to say it, I mean, how do you, how do you coach up a quitter? That's the real question. Yeah, no, no. he is a quitter. I mean, you, know, you have to ask him why did you keep uh, you know, him watching out? Because he was ready. He was cleared to play yesterday and didn't go out there because he is a quitter and a loser. Huh? And, and that's that, again. and that was what it was yesterday. He just quit. He just flat out because they said they said during the game they said he was cleared to play. He cleared protocol, but he's going to sit off. He completed more passes to the other team. <laughs> How is that even possible? Well, he only completed, what, three passes, two to the other team? I have that asshole on my fantasy team. And thank God he was a backup because my starter yesterday was Patrick Mahomes who gave me like 41 points, thank God. I still yeah. couldn't watch that game because they're Travis Kelsey moron and Taylor Swift. Ugh. But thank God for Mahomes giving me some points. Deshaun Watson on my fantasy team, I looked at my bench numbers. He gave me minus 0.083. <laughs> I 
If I would have started that that ass, I would have been minus .083 as opposed to 41 for Mahomes. Yeah, that's kind of a swing. <laughs> and this guy, Vic, is right. If they kept Mayfield, who is average, they'd be a legit team right now. And I'm and saying it's about a four and two team. They're still like <clears throat> a winning record, and I I think they suck ass. Well, if they'd have kept Mayfield, he would have continued down the spiral. So maybe Watson can get a job doing Pfizer commercials. The best maybe. meme I saw out there was the 230 million dollar cheerleader, and it's got Watson holding pom poms. <laughs> We did do a lot of clapping for the other guy at the end of the game. Yeah, he was good. He did a lot of clapping on the sideline. That was great. It's a hell of a team we got. We have no dog pound details today telling us how great this team is. It'll be Wednesday. John Drake is going to be excited about this. Oh, he, I doubt it. I doubt it. Disaster of a team. He was texting me the whole time. Just He's ready to fire Stefanski, which I don't disagree with that either. Stefanski sucks, too. Why? He's a, he he, he's a lousy coach. He they thinks he's smart. He thinks he's that doesn't mean anything. You know, they won yesterday by the same way that they won the week before. Which, yeah, that's great. Wins a win, and I get all that. But both of those games should have been losses. You're on the one yard line, and you spend three downs throwing, throwing the ball with a quarterback that sucks. Yeah, how about you have a decent running game? Yeah, how about this? You got first down on the one. You run the ball. If you don't get it, you get right back up and you spike it, and then you then you go third down where you can run or pass, which again will spread the defense out so that you can do either one. Fucking Stefanski always thinks he's smarter than everybody else. Everybody else knows that Kareem Hunt, if he does nothing else right, which he's he's decent, but if Kareem Hunt does nothing else right, he scores when he's in the one one two yard line. Yeah. He gets the ball in the end zone. So what do you do? You pass for three downs. Dude, Kareem Hunt is a dual player. <clears throat> yeah. He's a great runner. And then on top of that, the guy is a hell of a kicker. You saw him kick that broad. He's a better <laughs> kicker on the team, too. Oh, we got a good kicker this year. We don't need we don't need Hunt's skill. He can only punt he can only punt things that have a placenta attached to him. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that too mean no <clears throat> it's called analytics the analytics suck sometimes you gotta just ignore the analytics and play from your gut we used to talk about that on the radio all the time because baseball started doing this stupid analytics stuff and now mm-hmm. football's doing it too and come on just what happened to just going out there and playing the game the right way you know how to mix plays mm-hmm. up you know how to call plays i mean you're not stupid if make it the nfl in Major League Baseball, you pretty much know what you're doing. You would like to think, anyways. Yeah. No analytics involved. You know what I've noticed since analytics became a thing? Interest stopped being a thing. Yeah. People are way less interested in football. People are way less interested in baseball. Way less interested in baseball. I have not watched one out of the Major League Baseball playoffs this year. Me either. I don't care. My Padres aren't in it, so I don't care. If the Guardians were in it, I don't. I'm not sure that I would watch. I know I wouldn't. Um, it's the AFC North, young man. They will always be in contention. We usually just beat each other up. No telling who will win those conference games and nothing finer than to be in Carolina. 
Like my dad lives in California. Oh, California, dear God, he lives in Carolina and South Carolina, and you know it's a great place. It really is. It's a beautiful place. It's nice down there. A nice little pond in his backyard, and there's an alligator in it, which is great. Mm-hmm. And it's a great place to live. But their football team's worse than ours. Are they? I don't even know. I have no idea. I'm just. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I can care less. I don't pay attention to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Or the Pittsburgh Steelers. Did they win yesterday? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea when they even play. I don't pay. The only time I ever know is when Pinball PA calls me and asks me for the, for, to, if they can put the game on so that they can, people can watch the game while they're, while they're playing pinball. (laughs) I don't know how that works, but okay. Is your boy a, a Steelers fan? No. No, he lives over there. Yeah, but he's a t- he's a typical millennial. He he doesn't know any sports really. Want to thank Tom? Uh, Tom uh, in the fifth wheel. They had a yeah. hell of a show the other night uh, out at uh, Jilly's in Akron. Had fun. Uh, yeah, it was a great time. I mean, it was packed, man. I'll tell you, it was a sold out show. Fifth wheel sounded great. They had a band on before. Okay. So Masonic. So, yeah, another old school. And they were very good, too. People had a good time. They had these rice balls that were amazing. I'm not a rice ball kind of fan. I would never go to a restaurant and actually order rice balls. Sure. But my wife was there, and she ordered these rice balls. And I was making fun of her because they had sausage in them. So she technically ordered sausage and balls uh, for her dinner, which I could have obliged. But she had these. (laughs) And they were, I guess, fantastic. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. She wanted a full helping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if she ordered it for me, it would have been cocktail weenie and tater tots. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but she enjoyed the uh, the rice balls at uh, the Fifth Wheel show. But it was really cool. Oh, that's cool. Stage setup was good. Rock with a rock dog was there. Nice. Uh, him and I are like soul brothers because he's missing a foot as well oh wow how odd is that and the, we were probably like the only place in akron that had two amputees sitting in the same uh bar i see a celebrity sack race coming soon <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> between the two of us we could do like we couldn't even do the three-legged race between the two of us <laughs> do we get disqualified if we try to do the t- three-legged race because we only have two legs between us you just hook the two together i guess the two the two prosthetics <laughs> together uh, but he's nice. I look forward to hanging out with that guy. Well, that's cool. And Carrie Danger was there. Okay. Very good. 107.3? Yeah. I'm not going to say what I want to say about her because I think my wife might be listening. <laughs> I don't want to upset anybody. <laughs> she was rather attractive, though. She was Rock back girl. in the day. I know that. Rock girl, attractive. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was a good show. Oh, fun. That's fun. Saw Mario the Barber there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you have his clippers ready to give you a cut? Well, he said that I need to come in and get cleaned up. Which, again, I don't know. I was kind of offended. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're still short. I mean, it's not like. It's not this. No. <laughs> but it was it was fun. There was a lot of people there, and it was, it was a good time. That's good. But it was a super spreader, is I think what they call them. Oh, really? COVID terms. Oh. 
So now everybody's sick and dying from being there? Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. Everybody's dead now? No, it's a cold now. Remember? COVID is a yeah. cold that you get. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to Eric that I do Chris Aiken Presents with earlier today, and he was telling me about flying wherever the hell he was last week, and he said it that the masks are starting to creep back on the planes. and Really? People are double masking, and you know I'm like, Ugh. well, he lives in California, right? Yeah, of course. Well, that's, you know, but that, but he was talking about on the planes, not not necessarily. That could have been coming back from wherever he was too. I don't know where he was, but Masajo got. Remember, he got sick on a plane. He got COVID. Yeah, yeah, it's because you have all that stale air just circulating in and out of the, you know, around the plane. Tommy Davis is coming up a little bit. He is. What time is he coming on? Uh, 45, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Yep. I'm excited to talk to this guy. I am too. Huge star. Talking to him. (laughs) How does that happen? This show gets a star like that on. You know what? It was one of those things. The publicist throws me me an email and says, hey, I'm working this tour. I guess he's going on tour to do music. Do you want to talk to him? And I couldn't fire back a yes fast enough. Not that we're not like the biggest show around. I mean, we're there's <laughs> yeah, right. Joe Rogan and then then us, us, yeah, one A and one B. That's right. right. You know, our paychecks are almost the same, just about minus like ten zeros. But I mean, that's, <laughs> other than that, we are right there on par. Yeah, with some of the biggest podcasts in the country. So I'm we excited. are. A star is actually going to come on. We'll take a star, that's for sure. So. We have any over under on how long he'll stay with us? <laughs> well, if he didn't listen to the first segment, he'll probably stay a while. If he if he did, he might not show. <laughs> I don't know. Next door's wife got COVID. I told him I'm building a wall. <laughs> nice. It'll be defunded. <laughs> Ask this. I, I uh, for a little while there there was that big push of everything starting to go south with you know schools and stuff talking about you know COVID again and masking. Right. Now all of a sudden it seems to be going away. I think because the government found other things to distract uh, us with with like wars and stuff like that. Yeah. So now we're not focusing on the Biden crime family. What we're doing is focusing on Israel and Ukraine and all that kind of yeah. stuff. The COVID distraction they pushed further down the list probably more towards election time well it with 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 wars they don't have to sneak sneak steal your money they can just say that they're giving it away for the war effort right and nobody complains i mean people complain but they don't they don't do anything about it i know we're bouncing all over the place here but did you watch the biden speech the other night What are you a joke now now what you're a comedian i am the comedian now watch a biden speech you know that didn't happen he uh, is now pushing for Congress to pass aid for Ukraine and Israel. Put Good. it all together. But put it all together. It's like, well, wait a second. There are two separate wars, one of which I'm okay with supporting at this current time, another one that I'm not okay with giving another bunch of billions of dollars to. Uh, I think we, we went down that road. Um, now, Israel, I think we do need to probably send some aid over there and start doing our thing. But I, I think Ukraine, let them handle their own stuff for the time being anyways 
I'll be the asshole here. How about all of them handle their own stuff until we get our own homeless people off the streets? Uh, how about we at least you know support Israel until we get the Americans and the hostages uh, freed and let Israel go in and make that place a parking lot? That's fine. Look, we got Navy SEALs to deal with that stuff. I'll still take, keep our billions of dollars, get somebody down to, I don't know, Los Angeles maybe. You know, let's start here. Let's clean it up here. Let's get somebody into Chicago and stop all this nonsense. All these, let's get let's get some some people down into into Chicago so we don't have fifty freaking shootings a weekend. How about that? I really couldn't give two shits about Ukraine or Hamas, Gaza, Israel, any of it until we take care of our own. Sorry, I don't care. I don't disagree with you. As a vet, I as a vet, I would rather see every dollar that we spend anywhere else in the world go to go to vets before you spend one dollar anywhere else. So I'm guessing you don't agree with boots on the ground. No, in Israel, I say let them all slaughter each other. I don't give a shit. Just stay out of my backyard. But again, I want the hostages freed and the Americans freed and Americans that are in Israel to get home and safe and everything else. I'd like that too, but you know what? Sometimes you take risks. You know, it's, about... it's not like they thought that they were working in Montana and they ended up in the Gaza Strip. They knew what they were getting into. That is accurate. Sorry. That Sorry if the world blew up in Gaza. Gee, I, I don't think anybody saw that coming. How about the border so the terrorists can't come in? Amen. Amen to that. I'm for that. I mean, they've stopped close to 200, I think, people that are on the terror watch list coming across the southern border. Just come on in. Everybody, yeah, come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Somebody will sneak in a dirty bomb. We'll have we'll have a city that's radioactive. It's all good. And I'd like to clarify that we are going to have the basis for Coal Chamber on on Wednesday. <laughs> um, which I'm looking forward to. She's... Uh, She's a pretty girl, and I also is. thoroughly enjoy the band, Cold Chamber. I do, too. Uh, I don't know if the audience would like the band, but I like the band. I yeah. love Cold Chamber. I am a total fan of Cold Chamber. She's been in the band. You want to know what's crazy? She's been in the band 25 years. Yeah, I know. She joined in 99. Wow. That's crazy to me. I still think of her as the new bass player. Yeah. When really she did, the other bass player did what? Like five years? Yeah, I'll I'll probably tell, I'll tell the story on Wednesday about the first time that I got to bring them up on stage and everything else. Sure. But the reason I brought her up is not only to promote the fact that we're having her on, but also that she apparently checked out the show and thought that we're a little bit too political. Well, we are, but we're not going to be political on that. We will absolutely not be political with her. Absolutely not. On anything. So I just, if she's listening now, I just want to let her know that. We're all good. Yeah. We're both fans. <laughs> yeah, we're fans. And the biggest problem that you're going to have is I might not let her go because I just want to keep like looking at her. <laughs> looking at her and talking to her and talking yeah. music. Talking music. I'm always up for talking music over over any of the world's problems, that's for sure. So I, I'm not so sure. <laughs> that you, I mean, obviously, you're, you're a fan, so you know the, the music is... Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think there's um a lot of your a lot of your friends that listen. I don't think we'll be so enamored with Cole Chamber, but Natalie, I love you. 
but you're probably not going to be a fan of Cole Chamber. Why not? Have will she be a fan of Will she be a fan of of Tommy Davidson's music? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Similar. Tommy Davidson is going to be hopefully <laughs> coming up here shortly, and it's completely not similar from. <laughs> you don't think they're the same thing? Close. They're very. I had close. to look to make sure I was listening to the right band. Yeah, they're very close. It's very close, but. <laughs> Today's show is all over the place, and I love it. It is all over because because the world is all over the place. Yeah, and sometimes I get bored of talking about the horribleness of the Browns and Israel and war and the Browns, the two worst things you could possibly talk about. Yeah, it's it's definitely a bad time. Here, let's play a little Cold Chamber. Just just a little before Tommy gets here. Was that yeah. was that Tommy Davidson or was that Cold Chamber? I, I, I still don't know. Big Truck was one of my favorite songs back in the day. Big was, Truck. You know, you know I, maybe they would know the hits. That's what I'm thinking. The hits. But there's Tommy <laughs> Davidson. So we're not going to have time to do that. Let's take a yeah. quick break. Okay. And then we'll uh, get to our guest because I'm Absolutely. really looking forward uh, to talking to him. We'll talk to Tommy Davidson in just uh, a minute or two. Hang okay, on. cool. There's no place like home, and whether it's furniture, artwork, home accessories, appliances, or that one-of-a-kind collectible, Yellow Brick Road Online Auctions allows you to find everything you need from the comfort of your own home. The owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions has been conducting online estate auctions for over eight years by providing homeowners with a stress-free process to liquidate all items that have accumulated over the years. I'm Melissa Mendici, owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Log on today to find your heart's desire. Everybody, it's Don Dockin. When I'm feeling nostalgic, I always go to Pinball PA. You gotta go check it out. It's a lot of fun. When you want to have fun in Pennsylvania, there's only one place to go. Pinball PA. Located near the Pittsburgh airport, we have over 420 classic pinball machines and arcade games that you can play. Admission starts at only $24.99. Want to have a party? Well, there's no better place than Pinball PA. Visit our website today at www.pinballpa.com to get more information or to book your next small or large party. Pinball PA. It's where the action is.
many times if you love me the sound of your voice is in- right there man there he welcome is back to the seth williams show with chris Hagan, and we welcome our guest tommy davidson to the show how are you sir i'm good you guys how's it going man good good great to talk to you tommy gonna, gonna be honest had no idea that you were a music guy just thought i i, I I think like so many, we we all know you from movies. We all know you from In Living Color, you know, TV, comedy. I think you're surprising a lot of us by being uh, not only into music, but being so gifted as a musician. Ah, oh, man, thank you, man. Thank you. I, I need some people to spread the word thusly. Ta-da! I got you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're happy to have you on. I mean, how did you get into the uh, the music stuff? Well, I've, I've been into, I started out a singer and a musician as a kid. And that's what I did. I was, I was kind of a protege. I, I, I played with live, with uh, grown bands and grown men used to come to my house and ask my mom if he can gig with us. And she's like, he's seven, you know? So, <laughs> you know, I wanted the money so I could buy a mini bike like the Jackson 5, you know? So, so, <laughs> you know, I, I, I did that up until, you know, I wanted to play football and everything that other guys wanted to play, but I went back to music because that's where the girls were, you know. But <laughs> right? I got into comedy, man, a thing called comedy, stand-up. And it took a year of doing stand-up comedy in Washington, D.C. Before I was in Hollywood, three years later, I'm doing major television show, major movies. I'm a major name. I'm a young kid. And... That's the uh, 35 year career, you know, always wanting to sing, always wanting sure. to do the music. Music never left me, you know. So finally, finally, I saw an opening that made sense. Okay. An opening that made sense. Now, I had to think it through because I had to go in there with a strategy. First of all, you got to know when I look at the music, when I look at the uh, music landscape now on radio and streaming and whatever doesn't seem to be a place for me at the time okay. i want to i want to be able to get in there do some great stuff and get it heard by the people who love great stuff right course, right i think mine you know i think the stuff that i know is, is is great but there's other people who think other stuff is great and to get in there and to get heard with those people it's kind of ah. So I found out. Oh, no. what happened? I don't know. I think he got a call. <laughs> is that what happens? I think so. Yeah. Well, why? Why do I have to get calls when we're on our show? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Is hey, that man? My, my... Oh. God damn it! <laughs> Sorry we about hear that. you, but don't see we you. We hear you, but we can't yeah, see you. Okay, well, let me try to see if I can do about that because the, the call came in and it cut, cut my video. Or just reconnect. You could just go out and reconnect. Yeah, that's what, just what I'm going to do. Bye, bye. Be right back. 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 You got me? Oh, we did. Don't. <laughs> there you go. I don't know what happened there, but all right, well. He'll be back there, in a second. One there, one there, one there. I, 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 I want to ask him about his childhood. Did you read some of this stuff? I read some stuff on yeah, his childhood. Ask him. I, I just don't know if it's true because you never know what to believe when you see it online. Sure. 
<laughs> he's gonna come back. He's like, right, fuck this. Like, <laughs> Enough of well, these dicks. Enough of <laughs> <Yeah>. these guys. <laughs> there he is. All right. There we go. Okay. So there we go. you asked the question. So long story short. Long story short. So now I felt like it was the time. Okay. To, to enter into music and smooth jazz. Because okay. not only can I do it, um, not only can I do it, I'm really I, I feel like I'm really good at it, but that audience seems to get me anyway. I can do music in in basically any genre, but I have to have a I, I have to have a starting point and a foundation. Sure. Watching watching Jamie Foxx coming to the music scene, uh, just I had to watch that for years. Watching Eddie Murphy do that, you know, I wanted to come into music with something that people could connect me with all of my other work. I've been versatile all my career mm -hmm. and I do feel good stuff. Right. And so this is how it happened. Okay. What, what was it like being on a show like in living color when it was such a pop culture success mm -hmm. at the mm -hmm. time? And really, I don't know if there's been a whole lot to compare to it. It was one of my favorite shows growing up. Me too. And it, it was, it was something that, people still love today I mean, what what do you think was the major contributing factor to the success of that show uh it was, it was i don't know it was like being an all-black show in the 1920s uh south carolina i'm just kidding um, 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 <laughs> it, 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 it contributes to the fact that i think the time the time had come for the show it was like a perfect television eclipse that happened and the, the thing I love most about In Living Color is that for the first time, America got to laugh at what really is funny to them. And I mean, all of America. It seemed like for some reason, our, our, our laughs were kind of divided, you know, and they weren't, they never were. But for the first time, we all got to laugh at the same things and people mm -hmm. knew it. We all got to laugh at the same things. No, you're right. And, and one of the things, and, and, you know, I was thinking about this this week. One of the things that made In Living Color so special, at least to me, was the fact that any other show before it, after it even, when there's a racial component to it, they go right to the stereotypes immediately. Right. It's always to the right. stereotypes. You guys just didn't do that. Never. You know, you guys, I mean... Were, were there some stereotypical plays? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but I mean, the comedy wasn't based on we're black, goddammit, and this is the way right. it is, or we're right, white, right, goddammit. Right. You know, it was right, it right. was just real situations made in the way you guys saw it, and I think that is what truly separated it and why it hasn't been duplicated, because nobody has the guts to do it again. Exactly, and, and the thing I love about it is it, it made white America not want to kick their TV set over anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, if they were just like, oh, wait a second, wait a second. No, no, no. We can do that. I can do this. You know, right I on. can do this. You know, because I, like, you know, being behind the lines, being behind the lines and in between the lines, you know, for me, my, my biological makeup or biographical makeup is I was adopted by a white family in 63. Okay. I mean, in, 60, in 1966. And was abandoned in the trash, nationally by a white woman. Was found there randomly 
by 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 a black woman. I mean by a, I got I'll go back. I was abandoned in the trash. I was randomly found by a white woman from Wyoming and her husband from Colorado was raised in Fort Collins, Colorado until I was five. Okay. You know, so I noticed a lot of things about black and white that were wrong when I got about five, when I found out I was black, you know? Mm-hmm. And when I found that out, it, it split the atom. So I can say things now and mean it like, you ask you ask black people what their favorite show is, they'll probably tell you Andy Griffin. You ask white people, they'll probably say the Jeffersons. It's like, or they'll say Samson. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's like we all love the same things, but they, but but the perception is don't. Right. Do, do you think? I went a hell of a long way okay. to make that point, huh? No, it was good, but, but but all right. People want to ask more about that. We're getting a lot of texts and a lot of comments coming in about you and about in living color. So oh, really? I oh, about I that first. Okay, all right. It says, did you ever get, did you hang out with J-Lo a lot? Was she as hot in person as a fly girl that she is now? I, I didn't hang out with her a lot, but on, you know, uh, but on the set, we talked a lot, you know? And, okay. um, and after we hung out, we hung out after the show was off the air and stuff, a little bit. Sure. And then, you know, she doesn't really talk to me anymore. So I don't go, <laughs> I don't go, I don't really go near her. Because <laughs> I don't like being I, I don't like being around people who make me feel like I'm not important. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, when when you moved past in living color and you went into into movies, and and I think this is this is one of the things that I I think you stand above so many for. You you totally take bold bold chances, and I don't think you do it just to be bold. I think you do it just because it feels natural to you. I'm guessing on that. Tell me if I'm wrong, but you've been able to transition like you were able to make that transition without missing a beat. Just as you did, you know, moving from comedy to, you know, comedian to TV without missing a beat. Do you think that you're that part of your success comes from your ability to be kind of a chameleon in entertainment? Yeah, I do think that the. the Hey, the answer was in that question. Um, <laughs> um, um, I, I I know that for a fact. Okay. Like I was talking about my my biographical makeup, being I just got everything downloaded like Neo did in the future. Is that it was just, you know TV movies? You know you know I I can tell you one I can tell you one the Academy Awards in like seventy two like Ernest Borgnine for you know so it, it so it's all it, it's all here. It's all here. And I wanted to be an entertainer so bad as a kid. And I loved entertainment so much that when I'm finally able to do it and all that stuff is in there, you better watch out and you better back up because he here he comes. You know, here he comes. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you like more? Did you like TV more or you like doing films more? It's like picking my kids. Like, which one you want us to throw off the roof? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Look, I have a favorite kid, so I'm not gonna, you know, you're not gonna get away with that. So, <laughs> I won't speak on that either. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I love them all for their own reason. I love them all for their own reason. TV is a different art form than movies. Stand up is a different art form. 
than movies and TV. Music mm -hmm. and singing, is a, they're all different monsters. I love them all for what they are. But I love stand-up the most. Because stand-up comedy is the only thing I can do in entertainment where nobody can tell me what to do. Okay, well, I'm going to differ with you on that. I'm going to ask you about stand-up because stand-up, I think, is different mm -hmm. now. Okay. Because... I think with the cancel culture that is out there, I hate to use that typical phrase, but with no, 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 you, 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 you have now, to, right? There are certain things you can't get away with saying on stage. I mean, Chappelle's in a lot of shit because he went out there and, and started talking about Jewish people in Boston the other day with the war going on. There's and people walked out of his show, so there is a lot of stuff now that I think you can't get away with, like you used to be able to get away with. Yeah, you know, it's it's changed a little. We we. We took on a mob mentality in the country. We took on a mob mentality. It started when a, when a, when a certain presidential candidate got in um, and won. And that's not about politics. That's about bringing back all of the things that separated us and we worked so hard to pull together. Those kids came back from Vietnam, man. They were so hip to it all. You know, we, we lost all those kids at Kent State. We were all grooving together. Women's movement got their stuff together. Cesar Chavez over there with the with, with with the migrant workers. I mean, you know, busing for the schools. You know, we had we had we had a president, two presidents, uh, 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 four main 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 veins in this country were assassinated so we could have what we have, which is us. You know. I mean, mm -hmm. Omaha Beach. I mean, everything had gone down, right? Right. And so here we are, right? Past the Bowery Boys, and we, we got it all there, right? And all of a sudden, these things start to appear. I can't blame an individual. I'm, I, that'd be crazy. But there was a shift in our perception of each other in mass media, which influenced a certain energy to come back in. Sure. What do you think, Tommy, as, as far as I'm going to pull a little away from this, but it's it, to me, it's equally scary for an entertainer. What do you think about the advent of AI coming in? Because it's it's affecting certainly it's going to affect um, acting as a as a thing. It's 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 already starting to do that. Yeah. And I think it, and if you go out on YouTube, you can find. You know, there's all kinds of videos of the guy from Metallica singing um, Madonna songs and whatnot because they're using the AI to replicate the voices and stuff to where they're making the human element somewhat disposable. I don't know how they could do that in comedy, but for the other two, that, that's got to be scary, no? Yeah, change is always kind of scary. You know, you, you think it's going to be gone forever. Um Thank God horses are still here and they didn't slaughter them. <laughs> right. No, because the guy who has horses are going, hey man, what this car is all about it. It can't even go up a hill, you know? And and, and cars are now named after horsepower, you know? Right. So, you know, change comes and and and, and um, people don't people don't determine the future. The future determines the future. Uh, we keep ourselves who we are. We keep ourselves who we are and we, we, we value what we value. And, and the world turns, you know. Will it affect a lot of people? Yes. 
But that's across the board. If I see one more automated cash register where you got to put your own food through and add your own stuff up in the airport, you might as well do it. You got to do it all yourself or they'll get mad. Okay, can you help me? No. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I, I, but I, 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 I don't really know how to do it. Well, you better then learn. <laughs> Uh, I go okay. to the stores. I want a paycheck because I'm the one that's actually working there. Um, what's it like though with like now movies and music? Even it's all online. You, you, I mean, movies and theaters don't do, seem to do as well as they do like on Netflix and everything else. Music is all now on Spotify, not on CDs. What, I mean, what's the shift been like for you as far as being an entertainer and a creator? Yeah, uh, yeah, a creator too. Yeah, um, things are going really, really fast. Right. Jim, I think uh, Jim Carrey described it best. He said, "Nowadays, you know, this is a consumer. That's new." <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. So it's going. You know. There's more, you know, there's more outlets, you know, next thing you know, the, you know, the, it'd be the Reese's Cup channel, you know, so, so, you know, you know, you know, so that's the way, you know, the, the stuff, the pandemic proved something very, very, very true for us. We don't know what's going to happen, dude. Yeah. We don't it's know true. what's going to happen. It was over. It was over. That was ground zero. Right. You know? People were running out of Walmart with cheese balls. All that was left, you know. <laughs> so I'm going like, okay, we're, we're, you know, and that was worldwide. You know, we're a country that, that had food, you know. Right. So, you know, this, I think the thing runs the same way it always has, which is, it's, I think it's, is it, uh, what, 24-hour day? Yeah, yeah. still is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you know. When that start, when that now, when that stuff start changing, <laughs> I'll be worried. Okay, right. But you know, just, just you know, I step, you know, just studying history from ground zero. When I found out I was black and my sister and my brother were white, I've studied how. I I tried to I I tried to study everything I could about us on this blue planet and how that got that way. Right. And that's the reason why if people ask me certain questions, I got kind of a, I got kind of a, a basic take on it, which is simplicity, you know, mm -hmm. Cult, uh, 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 cancel culture. Okay. Uh, in living color. We talked about everybody. Lost him again. There we go. Maybe. 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 Somebody Volume's got, on. Yeah, he got muted. No, you're muted. No. Oh, damn it. Damn it. Yeah, second time. Yeah, he's not having a good connection. But no. It's fascinating, though. It is. I'm enjoying talking to him. I just wish we had a better connect, but. <laughs> I don't think he's a Trump fan from what I'm getting. What? 
Well, half the people, half the people are not. Yeah, so, look, I don't care. We're not. It doesn't matter yeah, to me. I'm with you. There we go. Maybe next time I'll do this on my laptop. Next time I'll do this on my laptop. I didn't know it cuts <laughs> off every time somebody called. Uh, uh, all good. Well, you're but, a busy man. You you're know, a popular guy. About, uh, that's all right. You know, you, you know, I'm gonna adjust it. You know, I didn't know that. You know, so sure. w- here's cancel culture, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, it exists because after a little while, a group of people that gets kicked in there behind, you know, and has negative stuff, they become the brunt of the joke. Right. One day. You know, they're going to stand up and say, hey, like everyone else has. Like sometimes they say, I feel sorry for the for the day the Tigers want their equal rights because when they get in the elevator with you, they're going to be like, now push it. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> push the button now. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> but but and it, it ain't like we wouldn't. Right. But here it is. In living color. We made fun of everybody. Sure. Equally. You see? We mm-hmm. showed the we showed the folly. We showed how, how dumb we can be about things. You know, we, we showed how 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 mean we can be about a value system, you know? We we showed it. So I don't think we'd ever got cancel culture because we are culture. Yeah. Well, and, and a lot of the, uh, most of, I would say most of the best bits from that show did not have a a racial component to them. I mean, like, right. your big, I mean, your, one of your biggest bits is obviously Ace and the Main Man, you know, that that's obviously one of your signature things, you and Jamie's thing. Yeah. And, and I mean, some of it was just so regular people absurd that it was like i'll always point to the one my favorite thing you ever did was the segment where you guys were security guards for tupac right right and 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 you guys were just shooing everybody away including tupac and tupac came up you were like get out of here you ain't tupac and making fun of his songs and everything right to him that is just funny there's no racial component to that it didn't matter at all it was just not at all it as was the absurdity. Fact, right. But as a matter of fact, that sketch, mm-hmm. this is to go, you, go to show you how how cultures have intertwined in this country and uh, green people point out the other stuff. Okay. Green people. I noticed when I was a little kid, it, it, it was it was the green that messed up all the other colors. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 the, the, what point was that? Oh. That you know what that was? That What's... was a takeoff of Rain Man. Okay. Get it? Main Man. Right. <laughs> he played the Tom Cruise and I played the Dawson Hoffman character. <laughs> you see? Right. So it's not our stuff wasn't set up on race, our stuff was set up on funny. Mm-hmm. And 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 just downright beautiful. But let me tell you something, though. Go ahead. As far as stand-up comedy goes, the last 10 years that I've noticed, and I, I've been on the tr- in the trenches, right, as a stand-up mm-hmm. player. Sure. 
the last 10 years, maybe even 10 to 15 years. Comedy changed with, changed with a lot of comics. And it, what the, 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 the result that they got was, ooh, oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, you know, that was, that, was, that was the reaction they wanted, right? Mm-hmm. But what do you got to do to get that reaction? You see, because for me, the normal reaction of a comedian from an audience would be. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Stop. You know. Right. <laughs> so you get enough oohs and eyes. That means that there's somebody is on the receiving end. Mm-hmm. You see. Yep. And so. You know, you know, although I say, I say that they're justified for wanting their rights respected. You turn into the mob and you attack and Mm -hmm. you ostracize people who you think don't have your best interests in mind. And not have a dialogue, then there really is no point. All right. Well, let's talk about the music, and you're going to be touring. What you're going to be doing now? What the 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 mob that's attacking Frankenstein is getting on you guys' (laughs) tail? No. Say that again. So the question, I'm sorry. So let's talk about the music and the touring. What you're going to be doing now? I'm touring with Cat Williams. Um, I'm on. Uh, I'm on tour actually for the rest of my life. Okay, I'm not with that. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, we'll never see. You know, Tommy retires from stand up. You know, uh, no, it's just one mic. Hey, you know, that's all I need. You know, <laughs> but clubs, tours. I've been fortunate enough to be to be picked up by a lot of other people's tours when it comes to comedy and clubs. Uh, I'm planning to tour my music and my comedy in one show that's cool that'd be fun yeah in one show and that's what 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 i'd like to do in the future but i when i when i when i do do something i focus on what that is only and then i move on to the next thing you know sure and that's why some of the stuff just spills over i've been doing a cartoon for years which spills over into the TV stuff, which you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a good thing. Definitely. What what's the timeline? Do you think to put together this? Uh, I'll call it a one man show, for lack of a better term. But uh, what what is the timeline for that? Do you think? Do you think twenty twenty four? I think it's going to take a little bit longer than that. I say okay. about twenty twenty five or, or or six being realistically. Okay. Because music is hard. And then being a comedian, getting into music is harder because the perception. Sure. You know, so the perception has to be changed. The perception will not be changed if, if you don't hear the music. You know what I mean? Right. You know, you know and even then. So I think it's, it's, for me, I'm going to do all the things that I can do strategically. To get to that point, because it's music, I think it's going to take about two years. 
Okay. Because of the nature of the business now. Being heard is, you know, you know I got a call from one of my publicity people said, you're on these listening lists. <laughs> you're on these lists, man. You know, I'm going, okay. And I look at the list and it's like 70 songs. Right. And like 69 of them nobody ever heard of. <laughs> right. You know, so I'm going, I'm auditioning. You know, right. but it doesn't but it doesn't but it doesn't work that way. It's bringing a music audience to me mm -hmm. as a musician and as a singer and as a as a music artist. So it makes sense. But then you can't throw away all the tactile stuff it takes to be an entertainer in front of people. And that has right. to do with with making sure that you got the right musicians, that making sure that your songs move people they're the only right. way to find out your songs move people is to get in front of them right you know the only way you can Work. make people laugh is you got to make them laugh right and what's been taken from that process in entertainment is a big old satellite you know i'm i'm, I'm scared of the damn thing gets blown up that <laughs> we, we lose the phone Right. <laughs> and I'm not saying like, ah, we're going to lose the phones. I'm saying, ah, we're going to lose everything. Because yeah. it seems like we're packing it all in there. It's true. And then on top of that, what's in there is the freaking bathroom stall. You know, you go in the bathroom stall and the stuff that's written in there, you got to read it because you're in there. Okay, crap. Okay. <laughs> you know, that has now moved to the palm of your hand. Right. I open my daggone phone without somebody going, you know, broccoli uh, you can, will make you $6 million. I'll tell you how. But you're going to have to come to me for it. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> we true. found out We found out how a squirrel scrotum, believe it or not, can make you one of the richest real estate people, you know. And I'm going, get off my phone! <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Where can people hear your music? Everywhere. Spotify, Apple, you can hear it on, um, uh, now I'm going to, Watercolors. Okay. Uh, all Jazz Radio. And if, if if they're merciful enough, they may start playing on other on other, on other types of genres. You know? Very but good. But I'm fine for, I'm fine for what it is. Well, I love it. I'm excited about it. So, yep, I'm absolutely. glad you're doing it. I'm glad you're doing, still doing the comedy. I'm glad you're doing all this stuff. I mean, I'm a fan. I've always been a fan. And same, I, same. I, I'm excited that you came on tonight. I really am. Where are you guys? Cleveland. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and I'm working on another show that I want to get you on. Cleveland, uh, man. I love it. Yeah, so we got, we got to get you some more exposure here with this stuff because it's cool. So thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, we appreciate it. And he froze. Yeah, he's gone again. And he's gone. So, oh well. Oh well. We got it all in. Well, let's. Yeah. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break, regroup, and then figure out what we're going to do for the rest of the show? Back. Well, the, he'll see the commercials. See, we've gone on. <laughs> I feel bad. We didn't get to say, you know, thanks and goodbye. Well, I'll I'll take care of that. I want to get him uh, on some other stuff too. Okay. It was cool that he came on. I appreciate. Yeah, it was it. very good. So. Uh, should I play some more of his music? Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right. More of the Tommy Davidson collection here. No 
you've missed in life while living life away. Just a fool with no how to. I know that you're the one for me. You stole my heart, you set me free to live a life I knew. I found the one I'm looking for to take me through love's open door. A life of love, of unseen sights, to live a love I know is right. Through thick and thin, I'll surely stay forever and a day. Cause with your love, I'm gonna be. What separates Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations, 440-238-8830. Triv's in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection, making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran owned and proud. Joe Burdick creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440-305-2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065, Joe Burdick Flags. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. The check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, and the light is still on. 216-470-0170. That's Charlie's Auto Repair, 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all, from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. 216 216- 470-0170 Charlie's Auto Repair Let Charlie make your car great once again Right back here at the Seth Williams Show with Chris Hagen. Yes sir You tried to come back on <laughs> I think it's Yeah that's, I think his connections just kind of hit but yeah, It was kind of a weird connection the entire time I think he was on his cell phone internet instead of like a wi-fi connection just yeah. a guess but yeah. but it was so cool that he came on the show yeah it was great and we'll, we'll see what we can do to get you hooked up with him for bob franz and it's funny um um lord nelson texted me during the interview too and was like oh, i want to get tommy on my show too <laughs> people yeah. are excited yeah if you could send his publicist a 
thing and yeah. connect me with him, I would appreciate that. I will do that. Yeah, that was a good. That was a look. I'll do those any day of the week. I love that kind of stuff, and and I like the music. I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not really a jazz guy per se, but I don't mind smooth jazz. I don't like the kind of aggressive that just sounds like somebody threw the bunch of instruments down a hallway. Yeah, no, that was good though. Yeah, his is kind of like. I didn't cool. know what to expect, and I thought it was cool. Yeah, very uh, good. Speaking of the Bob France show, yes, uh, that is going to be starting on Wednesday. Now, how do I watch it? On Roku, Roku channel. Okay. You don't need a Roku TV per se. You can get the Roku app on your smart TV, like TCL TVs, I think have it. Yeah. I don't think Vizio does, but TCL, uh, Amazon TVs. Yeah, Amazon Fire Sticks do have Roku channel. You can get the Roku, there he is again. You can get the Roku channel on there. But I don't see no video. There he is. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, bring him back. You say hi? Yeah. There we are. Hey, he's back. My freaking cell phone overheated, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we played some more of your music, and everybody loved it. So, uh, man, you really thank you, thank you so much, man. <laughs> well, Tommy, when when um when can we expect to see you back our way here in Cleveland? Is there anything on the books, or don't know Not yet, right or now, what? But but I don't go a year without going there. I'm always okay. down there at the Improv at the Flats, always. I can't, I can't miss that. Sure. I can't miss, that. I can't miss, I can't miss my Cleveland stint, you know? <laughs> right on, man. Well, well Tommy. Is, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Well, Tommy, let me just ask you real quick, just one rumor that I heard out there. I, I've heard this rumor that there are talks about bringing back in living color. Oh, come on. Is there any way that that could even happen or no? And frozen. <laughs> Come on. Damn. That was a good question. Too. I think his phone I think his phone is just overheated. <laughs> well, so much for that. <laughs> Damn it. I've never had a guess on the ones that keep coming on. Yeah, I love I love that. Even Tony Masashi was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Well. Is what it is. Look, you couldn't do it living in living color now. I could, the think. only way you could do it in my mind would be if it was on um like Showtime or something. One, I don't know if you could get the original cast back together. I think you get a lot of it. I mean, you think Jim Carrey would do something like that again? I don't know. What else is he doing? I think he's living happy, like knowing that Hollywood is crazy and Everybody thinks he's the crazy one. He's probably like the normal one of the bunch in Hollywood, and, and, and I don't think he wants to be a part of that anyway. I don't. I don't know. Maybe, but maybe, but maybe not a full run. Maybe, maybe like a special then. Yeah, a special like a two-hour special would be great. Yeah, right? that would be great. Just get them all back together one time. I don't well, know. The crowd was the best, dude. I don't know. I was a fire marshal Bill guy myself, but I like fire marshal Bill too. But homie, the clown, man, like. When I was a kid, that's all you imitated was Homie the Clown. Oh, yeah. Homie doesn't play that. Homie don't play that. <laughs> Dude, I always liked, I I brought it up during the show, um, Ace and the Main Man. That was one of my favorite bits. That, that, you know that bit? It was him and Jamie yeah. Foxx, and they would just be in different places. Like, they'd be in a theater, and 
and be running people out of the theater. Meanwhile, it would be like whoever the guest star was or whatever. <laughs> it was always fucking hilarious, man. I was a big fan. I, I loved it in Living Color. Dude, really? the other question I wanted to ask him, and if, if he does pop I'm in back, again. I might come back again. You don't yeah. I wanted to ask him if he thought that In Living Color opened the door for Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Be- because Men on Films again. Men on Films was hilarious too with the little hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dude, In Living Color. I don't asking about that kind of uh, about In Living Color, but I'm sure mm-hmm. that every interview is is In Living yeah, Color, I know. But In Living Color. Yeah. Well, and and when you think about it, has there been a um sketch comedy show since I mean, I know you can count SNL, I guess, but nobody watches that anymore. Yeah, I, although there's some SNL clips I see on TikTok that are fairly good, but they only put the best ones on. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of I, weeding through shit to get. I mean, it's nothing like it used to be. And 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 when you watched in Living Color, you never sat through and like, oh boy, this bit again. No. Never. It was just like boop, it was gone. Did you watch Kids in the Hall? Uh, yeah, it didn't appeal to me as much. Yeah. In Living Color was, dude, I was a regular watcher of In Living Color. I loved it. I loved it. It was it was just so against the grain, which is what made it special to me. Was It was like I related to it because it was very much like me in, in that it was it was just a middle finger to authority. Is that where Jim Carrey did Vanilla Ice? Was that In Living Color? I think so, yeah. <laughs> One of the most brilliant things ever. Yeah, dude, they all were, they were all young. They were all hungry before any of them made a bunch of money. I mean, dude, just think about that cast. Tommy Davidson has been in movies and for 30 years. Yeah. Jamie Foxx, obviously superstar. Jim Carrey, superstar. Keenan Ivory Wayans, superstar. Damon Wayans, I don't know, would you call him a superstar? But he was a big star for a while. Yeah, he made that show. Yeah, and um, and, and he, he did some really great movies, too. David was the one, Greer, wasn't he on that? Yeah, David Allen Greer was on that. He was funny. Him. I interviewed him back at MMS days, and he was hysterical. Dude, he did a couple of movies. Wasn't Frank Caliendo part of that, too? Was he? I don't remember. I think and J Lo, a freaking fly girl, was yeah, J Lo, megastar. I mean, when you think about the amount of unproven talent that went on to become super superstars, no show, even Saturday Night Live, can touch that. Saturday yeah. Night Live has done it, but they've done it over forty years with one guy here, two guys there. Right. You know, outside of the original cast. Yeah. SNL was fantastic. Yeah. But uh, once you got past that, once you even got to the Belushi era, when you had John Belushi and um, Aykroyd was still there, I think. And yeah, he was still there. And there was a couple others. But, you know, from Eddie Murphy on, you've got, what, two or three maybe stars since? Yeah. Pete Davidson. I don't. I don't find him funny. I don't, I don't know what it is. But. I don't get. What I don't get is how does this guy get such high end tail? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The dude looks like a frog. And I'm not trying to say I'm some kind of god of of looks at all, but that dude is strange looking. 
women like good sense money. Of money. <laughs> and money. Yes, good point, Gunner. Carmen Electra was a fly girl. Was she? I can't yes, I remember. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. Yeah, there was a lot of, lot of talent at every position in that show. I miss that show. I miss that kind of show. Yeah. I would watch that kind of show. That's like one of the things. I, I don't know if you, what, how much current stuff you watch, but I, I'm always trying anything comedy. And, and I, you know, because I want to laugh, but there's nothing. It's like I, I was watching the new, the reconstituted Frasier, which they're right. making a big deal about the new Frasier. It is dog shit. See, like the younger generation will say, "Oh, you're just old," and blah blah blah. But, but I really he's old. There's a quality diff- There's a difference in quality of sitcoms and even all TV shows of today compared mm-hmm. to what it was back then. I just, I mean, Cheers was a great comedy show yeah. that you can't recreate even today. If they tried to put a, a, a Cheers two on TV today, I, I don't think it would come close to what they had. No. There was timing and it was right timing for certain shows back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can recreate that kind of... I mean, what? Friends, I guess, was fairly new compared to what's out you know, back then. But it, And it was, a again, lightning in a bottle kind of thing that took off and became a super mega thing. But yeah. I don't see that happening now. I don't think the writing is as good anymore. Well, it's not. It, it's not. And they don't put as... Because there's so many outlets, There's there, it doesn't have to be as good. I mean, you had to be top end or you weren't getting a sniff. Now, if you write some half-ass thing, you can get a series on Plex or on Pluto or something. You know, I'll tell you, though, dude, there's a movie. I watched it like two weeks ago on um, Amazon Prime called Totally Killer. Have you watched this movie? I have not. So the premise, it's fresh out of Hot Tub Time Machine or... um, you know, one of those types of movies. It's girl in today's time. She, she's, um, there's a famous murder that happened in her town. And she somehow goes through a time warp and goes back in time 30 years and basically has to confront her mom and whatever, you know, to while she's trying to find and stop the killing. Okay, that happened 30 years ago. It's like a, that's the basic premise. What I got from this movie was it just showcased how lame today's kids are. Because really, they they did take it back to the same attitudes and stuff that we had. And like she's showing up at parties and they're bumping into her. And she's like, you're invading my space. And they're just laughing at her and pushing her off the the porch and shit. (laughs) Because nobody would put up with that kind of shit. But I don't think it was intentional. I think it was... Like, I don't think that the producer of the show was intentionally trying to say, I think what they were trying to say was that we're bastards because we used to be that way. Right. And they were trying to hold her up as the hero. But to me, watching this show, I just looked at it and said, man, today's society is fucked up. Yeah. And maybe you're right, though. Maybe it is a lot, has a lot to do with the fact that there were less options for TV. And so only the good shit got made. It, it, there's, there's a big part of that that's true. Mash, Archie Bunker, Archie. I mean, all those shows were fantastic, dude. Fox did change a lot, though. Like, Mm -hmm. Living Color. I mean, 
Fox changed a lot. Married to Children, stuff like that. I mean, yeah. Fox did change the scenery of TV. Fox took chances. They tried purposely not to be CBS or ABC or NBC. Right. They went out of their way, you know, to not be that. They were they were trying to meld that spot between Norman Lear stuff and HBO stuff, early HBO stuff like um what was that show? Was it called Remote Control? Yeah. Where the 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 guy was raised by TV and he constantly had the TV memories and stuff. Was that remote control? I, I think it was remote control. No, I, I might not have been remote control. It was something though, and and like early early HBO shows like Arliss and stuff like that that were dirty. <clears throat> you know they they were Fox was trying to bring that to day to day TV and it worked for them. Dude, I can remember watching the early days of. Um, of married with children. I remember the, the, the grownups in the room were just like, this is terrible. Yeah. How can they say that marriage isn't perfect? How can, who would live like this? Meanwhile, most of us were kids that were living in that environment. We saw it. We got right. it. You know, I, I don't know about you, but I watched married with children and there were lots of parts of it that I was like, eh, I can relate to that. Absolutely. There were, you know, you know, I wish it, I was relating to Kelly Bundy at the time. Yeah. There. Well, yeah, but I mean, I could, I could relate to, I could certainly relate to my parents having some arguments here and there, of course. and and throwing down, <clears throat> and I can re, I could certainly relate to the absolute levels of meanness that me and my brother went to <laughs> right. at each other. And the mom wasn't a very good cook, and all that. Yeah. There's there a lot of things that yeah. It was against the grain, and I, I liked it a lot. I mean, I did too, and and it was a winning formula for a while. Because look, ABC stole that formula and and um, rubber stamped Roseanne. Yeah, and Roseanne was just slightly, slightly cleaner than Married with Children. Yeah, and they went into having a message and all that. Yeah, well, and now it's terrible. The Connors is just oh, ridiculous. That's, yeah. that's just ridiculous. But but. The early Roseanne's, the early four or five thousand episodes of of Roseanne were so so regular people, and, and that be that one thousand percent came from Married with Children. <laughs> Grandmaster B, <laughs> and I always like Kelly would always get the name wrong. <laughs> yeah. She was the best. Dude. Come on, All right, up. Masturbator B or whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other old shows. That Home Improvement. Did you like that show? It was okay. It was a little too clean for me, but dude, I like old shows. Like for me, it is not uncommon for me to go on like Tubi TV or something and watch like Jefferson's, Archie Bunker, Two Two Seven. Um, I watch a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Barney Miller, I love yeah. Barney Miller, Barney man. Great. And, and all the episodes are out there on. I think that one's on Tubi. Welcome back, Cotter. Well, Welcome I just I just watched the entire run of Welcome Back, Cotter. Not not two months ago. That was a great show. It was great. It was so. It was so unbelievable that I don't know how it became be- believable because those guys all looked like they were thirty, and they were supposed to be in high school. That was his name, Boom Boom Washington. Hi there. Hi there. <laughs> Hi there. 
I, I love TV back then, and now I can't. Now all I like on TV are reality shows. I hate to admit that, but I can't find a show that's on network television now that I can sit and, and that I would actually record episodes of. No, I mean, oh, I watch I watch a good amount of, of TV, but ninety percent of what I watch these days is like the pay TV, the the stuff on Stars or the stuff on Showtime or you know those types of things because. There's nothing. I mean, who wants to watch like The Neighborhood or whatever? Or you know, nobody's watching that shit. The Simpsons were great for a long time. For a long time. Now they are terrible. Well, the same with um. You know, I'm wearing the the shirt. What was the? What's the other one? Um, uh, South Park. South yeah. Park's still. They still push the envelope. They still it's not. Push it's, the right. it's not as good, but they still put problem with those with the, that show and simpsons they've just been on too long and the other thing about south park that bothers me is that now i gotta pay if i want to watch it oh do is it was it only on paramount i don't have i'm not it's one network i don't think i subscribe to you well you might just have to become my brother uh, yeah see <laughs> might have to we'll might have it. to let you in there my um my uh long lost brother i uh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> I've all these years. I'm so happy we were reunited. Yeah. All I ask is don't don't be my brother during football games because I need to watch those myself and <laughs> I can't be cut off from that. But but yeah, no, the um I I do watch Paramount a lot, but nothing if I do watch a re, a regular show these days, it's a cop show. Those are about the only regular shows that I will watch now is like any one of the NCISs or or CSIs or you know any of that shit. But. The problem that I have with shows like that. What I liked about old shows back in the day. I mean, Cheers had a plot line that kind of went through, mm -hmm. like these companies and stuff like that. For the most part, you can watch an episode and not have to watch the next one to see. What's sure. Happening. And with these NCIS shows, I wish it would have the formula of just showing a case and it happens, and then that. The end of it, it's over, and I don't have to follow along. Yeah, for twelve episodes to figure out what the hell is going on. Well, and, and that for me, turn on and watch Married to Children. I can just turn on and watch for the most, yeah. for the most part. Yeah, I mean, very, very rarely would you be like, "Oh, I don't know what's going on here." They wouldn't, you know. And and most of the big shows started with that, like Law and Order SVU. Ten years ago, Law and Order SVU oh, yeah. and Law and Order in general. Law and Order is a show you could turn on any any minute of any day and just watch. Right. As long as it's an old episode. But if you watch anything in the last five years, well, now we got to know about Olivia and her stupid kid and her, you know, and what's going on with this person's love life. And it's like, you know what? All I want to see is some chick get raped and how they find out who did it. Seinfeld had the, the formula again. If it, if you knew the characters, it was fine. Yeah. You watch it. But you didn't have to pay attention to every single episode to know what the hell is going on throughout the season. Yeah, I don't like that kind of. I don't want to be invested to the point where if I miss an episode, I'm fucked for the rest of the year. Yeah, I, I just want to see a show and enjoy it. And yeah, and and I don't want any social justice bullshit either. No, I was watching some show. It got canceled, which big shock here. It was a. It was a such. A, I don't even know what it was called. It was only like a year ago or so. So if anybody watched it, tell me, or or maybe you'll be embarrassed to tell me. But um. It was a show about an Asian family 
that moved into a white neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) And the kid who was like a young, dumpy looking Asian kid was also a a notorious B.I.G. fan. So they were trying to work in gangster rap with this 12-year-old Asian kid. And the, the father owned a country western restaurant. And it was it was like, okay, let's take every stereotype, stick it in a blender, and pour out whatever comes onto the film. It was, I forget what this show was called. It was, it was on like ABC, like two years ago. And I only know because it came on like Hulu. Like I'd watched like something on Hulu and then it would, you know, it would spill over and it was like, ugh. but I can't. That I think I watched like every episode of every season and I followed along from moment one to the end of it was Oz. Oz was great. It was a great show. The ending sucked ass. Yeah, but the, the the way that they did that show, and it wasn't because I like watching naked men in prison, right? But it was just a, a, an interesting show to watch, and it mm-hmm. kept moving well throughout the entire series. Oz and, hung and, on. Did you watch the whole season. thing or no? Yeah, oh yeah, I've watched I've watched Oz over and over, probably fifty times from start to finish. And they were brilliant. They even had like a, one of the guys in the show write a book. The guy in a wheelchair. Yeah. He wrote a book and while he was in prison. And then they mm-hmm. actually released the book. And I bought it. it. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> but they hung on, like you said, one season too long. It was just yeah. last season. Yeah, that last season was bad. And they only hung on so that they could kill Leo. Yeah. It's the only reason they hung on was to find a way to kill the warden. But, yeah, the, the ending sucked with the, oh, well, I've taken care of the people and the anthrax. Uh, the last episode was so fucking bad yeah and i was so disappointed because me too i I used that was like my going to church was yeah dude that show you know how that show should have ended should have just ended with no ending right because that's what that's what prison is yes that would have been the best ending i'll tell you if you're looking for good shows similar to that though that you might dig um, did you ever watch The Shield? I have not. The Shield, to me, greatest show ever made. And I'll I'll say that above The Sopranos. Really? For where, me personally. Where can you watch that? Uh, probably Hulu. Breaking Bad? Better than Breaking Bad. The Shield was just amazing. The last episode of The Shield was as good as the first episode of The Shield. Huh. It was, and the first episode was not some shitty pilot where you spent half the time just learning, hey, I'm Vic Mackey. I'm a cop here in Los Angeles. You know, that horrible dialect that they always do in first episode so that you'd learn the people. They just went right in. Boom. Here's a case. We're out there. We're being bad cops. That's they went right for it from the start. The Shield is by far my favorite, my favorite show of all time. A lot of people were telling me back when that was The Wire. Wire is great too. Excellent writing. Little slow though. The the thing about The Wire to to love The Wire. There's certain shows that you love for the for the whole thing action dialogue whatever and and i would put the shield in there 
you know how a lot of the Sopranos, what made the Sopranos good was not the action, but the dialogue and the, the intensity of reading Tony, you know, Tony's criminal mind versus his wanting to be a caring person. Yeah. It was that dialogue. The wires in the same boat, the wires very much in the same boat as, as that. Um, another good one, sons of anarchy. But that that hung around one season too long as well. That's a show I wanted to get into, but <clears throat> every girl I've ever been with thought one guy was like super ridiculously hot, and so I didn't want to watch it. Right. Um, another show that I did get into, and I watched yeah. the majority of it, and then I lost interest towards the end again. Was The Walking Dead? Yeah, I, I I'm not a zombie guy, so I never got into it really. I, I watched like the first episode and was like, all right, this isn't me. See, I wasn't a huge zombie guy either, and, and but I watched. I mean, the first bunch of the seasons were pretty good, but then again, the story just kept dragging on and on, mm-hmm. on and on. It was just too much, and then they start killing off characters that you love, which I guess you know is okay. That's part of the the book and part of the series. Yeah, I understand it, but it just got annoying after a while. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, dude, there, there's all there's all the shows that are contenders. Did you watch Lost? I didn't. I did not. Lost was good. Watch it. I I couldn't. It was good for a while, and then it got dumb. Yes. We do that with everything anymore, though. I mean, honest. I mean, even the Star Wars movies, which I couldn't wait to see after they came out with the first three, then the next six were kind of, (laughs) right? You're sitting there waiting and waiting. waiting. They just hang on too long with this. Just don't make the damn movies. It's not that Mm -hmm. big of a deal. Yeah, and the series and everything else. And it. Yeah. And yes, whoever this is, who's that, Scott? Yeah, Peg was, Peg played Gemma Teller. And she was awesome as Gemma. I know watching Tulsa King with Stallone. Yeah, I don't like it. I did watch it. I watched the the first 10 episodes. It's kind of, I get what they're trying to do, but it's kind of dumb. It's kind of, you know, he's he's a gangster that gets out of prison after 30 years and the gang doesn't want to keep him. So they send him out to Tulsa and he he just walks around and takes over shit without any real hassle. He, he walks into a weed shop and says, okay, well, now you owe me 20% of your weed and your money. It's kind of dumb. So. How many horrors that are almost on a walking dead? <laughs> wow. Uh, y'all got to watch the new Robert De Niro and DiCaprio movie, Flowers of the Killer Moon. It looks good, but it's over three hours long. Yeah, I'll Look, watch I, it. I See, I don't care about whether it's three hours, four hours, six hours long. If it's good, it's good. It's good, it's good, but yeah. My problem is I just fucking hate Robert De Niro. I'll watch it when it's free. Yeah. I'm not going to pay to watch it. Yeah, you know. I And see, what's sad is I, I do love his movies. Sure. But when you go on national television and you say, fuck Trump, uh, I, you know, whether you like him or not, I look, you know, I don't, I make fun of Joe Biden. I still accept the fact that he is president of the United States. I don't have to like it. Yeah. But he was just anti even the guy being the president of the United States with zero respect to go on national television and say, fuck Trump. No, fuck you and your <laughs> stupid ass movies. There you go. You're a fake wannabe gangster in every fucking movie that you do. 
<laughs> come over to Chris's house or my house and find out you're going to get slapped around. Because when it comes right down to it, you're not the guy in Casino. You're not the guy in any of these fucking movies. You're an old man who yeah. gets kicked out if you walked on the street and said, fuck Trump to the wrong person. And he was kind of a bitch in Casino. Ace yeah. was a, Ace was a bitch. <laughs> Those big dumb glasses. <laughs> Which always stands out to me. Those big stupid glasses he wore. <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't care about that guy. I don't think I'd want to rush out to see that one. Yeah. I'm not rushing out to... What would you... I mean, you go to the movies every now and again, but you go with your kid. What would make you go out to a movie yourself, like you and your wife? Would you go or no? Yeah, I go. I, I like going to... I, Look, I was talking to my daughter about it. She went and saw the Taylor Swift movie. Okay. And I was not going to go through that disaster, but you know, she went. It was $20 to go see a ticket. Or $20? To the, $20 for one ticket. She one ticket to go see the, that movie. And then she got chicken tenders and some popcorn because she had to get the popcorn tin that has Taylor Swift on it and then a drink okay. with the cup that has Taylor Swift on it. And so I think her dinner cost her $35. <laughs> the ticket is twenty, so fifty five dollars for her by for a movie, but for one person to go see the movie. So when you outprice a family, if me and my wife and daughter wanted to go see the same movie, all three of us had something to eat there with drinks and go see the movie. I mean, we're talking it's going to be one hundred fifty two hundred dollar night. Yeah, to go to to see movie. a movie to see a movie. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather go to the budget theater. <laughs> it's down the road. Yeah. Spend eight dollars a ticket and then stuff my pockets with some hoes or something, and you know, <laughs> sneak a bottle of pop and, and wear an extra puffy coat so right. I get away with it. And it's going to cost me twenty bucks to go in. <laughs> you only go to the movies from November to February, right? Because I got to wear a coat. <laughs> <laughs> well, me, I wear hoodies throughout the year, so I just stuff it in the front <clears> pocket, right? But I mean, it, it is too expensive for a family of three or four to go see a movie anymore. And I like the going to the movies. I think it's a fun experience. Ugh, you can have it. I don't like sitting through 20 minutes of previews anymore. And you know, I think the, well, I'm trying to think what the last movie I saw. I saw a movie with my daughter, The Haunted Mansion, which was okay. It was more yeah. just fun seeing her with my kid. But and You went to Barbie. I did go to Barbie, which was a nightmare. Um, well, because... I'm a man. It was a nightmare. <laughs> but uh, I saw the new Indiana Jones movie. The Dial okay. of whatever. Yeah. Dial of Destiny. Yeah. And honestly, I thought it was so much better than the previous one. I saw it with my sister-in-law. Okay. And it was great. The experience is great. The movie is great. And I enjoy going to the movies. So what right time did you go? Time. I'm just curious. Did you go early or late? To that, we went like, it was like noon. Okay, yeah. I, I pretty much, I could tell you, the last movie, and this will tell you how long ago it's been, last movie I saw in the theater was Ted 2. So, wow. <laughs> that's what, 15 years ago, right? Yeah. I, I can't it's do it. Because every time you go to the movie, you got some fucking lady with her dumb fucking kid that doesn't need to be there crying. <laughs> yeah. Then you got somebody else texting and, te and getting texts and flashing their fucking light to look in their purse and all their other bullshit. You know, and then they're talking. Hey, do, what did he? What did he say? Do you think he really meant? It? It's like, shut up. Yeah, I I can't do it. I just can't do it. I'm not. I'm not theater guy. Yeah. Well, 
speaking of, again, I started to get into this a little bit ago. I'm going to wrap the show up with this. Bob okay. Grant's show. Yes. Comes out, I think, uh, starts on Wednesday on the Roku channel. Okay. Roku channel 529 if you have Roku or you can look up Roku channel on online on your computer and get it there. Okay. Um, True Blue Network. True Blue Network you can actually subscribe to if you want to pay for stuff. It's like four ninety nine a month, and they got Chris Hansen on there. Okay, yeah. Catch Catch predator. predator. Yeah. And he does the same stuff. I was watching an episode last night where he's talking to a guy that he called Glory Hole Jerry. <laughs> it's this old fat dude who had apparently was talking to a fourteen year old boy and asked him to come over to his house. He's got a glory hole ready to go and all this. Oh stuff. wow! And like he gets, he's on the ground. And the best part about Chris Hansen, I love this dude, is that he's sitting in a chair like a nice little puffy recliner chair and glory hole jerry is laying handcuffed on the ground with his face in the carpet and he goes your bad back is at least your problems jerry <laughs> so you really had a glory hole ready to go for this 14 year old boy that's coming over your house and i just love it um but the launch party for the true blue network fast channels is going to be here in cleveland tomorrow night i'm going to that party chris hansen's going to be there wow so i'm excited for that tomorrow night uh, but the show with Bob France actually launches this week, Wednesday, on Roku Channel. So look for it. Uh, it's called Strictly Speaking with Bob okay. France. Nice. Have you seen this? <laughs> Can't hear it, though. Can't hear it at all? No. Oh, well, then, then don't worry about it. It's... <laughs> Like, I want him to record a video for, for me tomorrow night while I'm at this yeah. party where he goes, uh, Seth, have a seat right over here. <laughs> That's right about here. what he did on, the, on that one. I, Why I, are you here tonight? <laughs> I had him do one for the segment that we do, Judge Aiken, and had him saying, yeah, I've, I've heard some, some reports about some teachers that I'm submitting to Judge Aiken <laughs> for a ruling. <laughs> So the launch party is tomorrow night, which I'm excited to go to uh, for the network. It's, it's downtown. It'll be fun. And then the show starts this week, and there's some really cool guests we've already recorded. Um, and some people that, that listen to this show uh, are going to know. Okay. You know one of the guests is going to be on. Uh, he's great. And then there's other people that if you listen to this show, you're going to know some of the people that he's interviewed already. And it's going to be fun. So Very cool. Strictly speaking with Bob France, look it up. Find it on your TVs at home or online. Uh, pretty cool stuff. I'm Very good. Part of the project. There you go. I'm obviously not on TV. Uh, this is a Bob France production, but I am absolutely uh, doing my best to help out behind the scenes. You're a behind-the-scenes Seth. I am behind-the-scenes Seth. There you go. I am not glory hole Seth. <laughs> not not back, yet. I'm not backdoor Seth. I am behind the scenes. So. Well, if you don't get start getting more consistent paychecks, you might become Glory Hole Seth. Who I knows? Become Glory Hole Seth on Wednesday when we have uh, Nadia. How do you say her name? I think it's just Nadia. Nadia. Nadia, Nadia Pullman. Nadia Pullman on from Coal Chamber. That's right. Uh, she's very cute and she's an awesome bass player. Yeah. And the music rocks. It may not be your cup of tea, people, but uh, you're gonna enjoy it because I like it. There you go. You're not going to enjoy it, but that's fine. I'm going to enjoy it. I am too. So we will talk to you on Wednesday night. Thanks, everybody, listening tonight. Thank you, Tommy Davidson, for coming on. Much appreciated, and uh, God willing, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Sound good? Yep, sounds good.
All right. See ya.